Many of you may have this question. How do I take my business to the next level while keeping up with the constant changes of marketing strategies? Well, boy, do we got something for you. My name is Raquel and welcome to the Business with Rocks podcast, the podcast that helps you secure the bag and tells you the good, the bad and the beautiful in these wild business streets. Hey guys, welcome to another podcast episode with Business with Rocks. I'm super excited to be back here with you guys. I think this is what, episode three? So yeah, thank you guys so much for the great feedback that, you know, I received for uh, episode one. I mean, I know it's like a revamped podcast because again, I did this like what, three, four years ago. So thank you so much. I mean, you guys are so awesome. Thank you for the support. I'm so excited. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So I woke up this morning and I just felt super blessed. You know, I had my morning prayer. I wake up at like 4.50 every morning for prayer. It's just something about waking up at the crack of dawn, you know, before the sun comes up and just giving God your first fruits and just asking him, you know, just for that inspiration for the day. That's how I start my day. I always ask the father, what do you want me to do today? Because again, my life is his. So I'm like, who do you want me to inspire? Whether it's through your scriptures, whether it's through business, which is what this podcast is supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? An inspirational podcast to help people grow in their business journey, but also insert the father in everything. You know what I'm saying? That's one thing you'll notice with me. Like everything I do, I do it unto the most high. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter what it is, even with business, because he's a huge, intricate part of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's the only reason why I'm able to do this. <laughs> so this morning after prayer, you know, I was like, okay, I want to do episode three, but I was trying to see what angle would it be. And I was actually reading a book, but I think I, I think that's what I want to do too. I want to recommend books for every episode because I've been reading a lot more than I've ever read <laughs> in my life. <laughs> You know, um, definitely on this journey and on this next half. So I definitely want to recommend a good amount of books to you guys. But today's episode is called Don't Be Limited by Your Present Status. Okay, don't be limited by your present status. To me, I think this topic is so important because a lot of times whatever you're going through in those present moments, we allow that to hinder our growth. We allow that to cause and build excuses. No, this is team. No excuses, (laughs) no excuses. We cannot allow our present status to slow us down. So one thing I want to start off is with a quote from one of my mentors, Myron. He says to you, you always got to make decisions with intention, which is true. That's one of the things I've adopted. Everything starts with a decision. I'm deciding today to be different. I'm deciding today that I no longer want to be mediocre. I'm deciding today that I'm getting out of this stale state that I've been in for way too long. I'm deciding today that I am sick and tired of being sick and tired. Make that decision. Make that decision to make a change in your life right now. Right now. Remember, change is instantaneous. The process of getting to that change may take some time. But that moment you make that change... It'll happen. It'll, oh, boom. Snap of a finger. Oh, wait, I'm deciding that today is the day. Today is the first day of my brand new life. Today I'm making a change. Father, lead me, guide me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it is, it is a mental shift. And one thing that Myron says is with like, when it comes to that decision, you have to be intentional with that decision. 
But what always comes with intention is disruption. Not if it comes, not it might come, it will come. Disruption follows intention. So always remember that too. Because think about it like this. When you decide, hey, today I'm going to start my new um, food diet journey, my new lifestyle journey. Um, I want to cut out dairy. I want to cut out cheese. I want to cut out sugar. Whatever you decide to do, right? What follows that strong intention that you have right there? Those intrusive thoughts. Oh, but... I might have to go out with my girl because if we go out tonight and I know she like restaurants with burgers and with the burger comes with cheese and when da 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 and then oh they be having some nice little churros over there as you guys can see this is like personal for me there's always something that follows that intention that decision there's got to be those little those little uh, uh intrusive thoughts those little things those doubts that oh, okay you know what after today's dinner with my girl I'll start it tomorrow Or it's like, yo, I can't do this. Oh, I just slipped up. If I just slipped up, I don't want to do it no more. I'm done. It's always something to disrupt your flow. Same thing with business. You start a new project. You're ready to go. You're amped up. You're like, oh my gosh, I can do this. Yes, father, let's go. And then what happens? You wake up with levels of doubt. Oh, will this really work? It'd be working for hub. It don't really work for me. Yo, him, he's been doing this forever. What do I, what am I doing? You know what starts kicking in? imposter syndrome you start being like nah i can't really do this when people start giving you heaping praise on you like oh you're so great oh you're so this man no that's that's i can't do that just a quick interjection on my whole intention disruption soliloquy there the way you combat imposter syndrome is understanding that it is not you it's not by your strength you see what i'm saying that's why for me i always say all praises that's why i always say i can do all things through him who strengthened me It's not by my strength. If I rely on my strength, I'm going to sit here in doubt. I'm going to sit here in that, in that anxiety. I'm going to sit here in that pool of just, I can't do it. It's not going to happen because I can't do it. I truly can't. That's why I say anything that's good with me comes from the father. It's by his strength. I'm doing this by his son's strength. I'm doing this. I can do all things. I'm amped. So I just want to put that there. So anybody who's dealing with that quote unquote imposter syndrome, And especially if you're a believer, like you're good. Yes, believe you can't do it. It's not by your strength. That's why I walk with that confidence that I ain't going to throw away. I'm keeping it. I'm walking in that all day. But okay, I digress. So let's go back to the whole intention. What follows intention is disruption. Those intrusive thoughts, those doubts, those things that tells you you can't do it. That broke Joe or broke rock or broke whoever your name is (laughs) mentality. Mm -mm. We don't accept that. So in order to break that disruption that comes, disruption have to be followed by inspiration. That's how you could get out that stale state. You have to get inspired. For me, again, I have a strong intention to do something. I make that decision. The intrusive thought, the disruption, the devil, whatever you want to call him, those days will kick in. After that kick in, follows by me understanding the word. I'm like, nope, I could do this. I combat all of this with the word. I combat all of this with that motivation that I have. I'm like, no, I got this. I got this because you got this. We all have things that that inspire us. And that's the only way you could break out of those disruptive situations, those negative pattern interrupts that try to go in our minds. That's the only way we could get out of that. You got to get inspired. You got to get re-inspired. You got to be like, you know what? I can do this. Get yourself out of that rut. 
out of that stagnant state and don't allow it to keep you there because guess what? You stay there long enough, you're going to get the spirit of depression. You're going to get that spirit of heaviness, that spirit of doubt, that spirit of anxiety, that spirit of I don't want to do this anymore, that spirit of just you putting yourself down, speaking negative about yourself. I've been there. Oh, I've been there. All praises, my states do not last that long. Because remember this, guys, it's never about if you're going to experience these things. Everything I'm telling you right now, it's not if, it's when. It's when you experience this. These are the tools you need to get out of it. This is the mindset you need to shift out of it. Because these things are going to come. We all deal with it. You're not alone. So don't sit there and think that when those doubts and those intrusive thoughts come, it, it, to allow that stuff to weigh you down, understand that you have people, you have fellow entrepreneurs dealing with the same things that you're dealing with. But lean on our faith. Lean on our successes. And see, you know what? Raquel got out of that rut. You know what? Myron got out of that rut. Grant got out of that rut. Uh, Russell Brunson got out of that rut. Look at those things and get inspired. When you hear my story, or if you hear another one of your mentor stories, those are meant to build you up and get you out of your present situation. It's meant to, that is meant to be inspiring to you. Inspiration low key could get undervalued a lot. You know how valuable it is when sometimes you hear those motivational speakers or you hear that scripture, you just hit that. Ooh, like it'd be the same scripture you've been reading forever. But when you read it that day, at that moment, in that season, it hits different. You're like, yo, that spoke to me today. I received that today. Thank you, Father. I'm ready. I, I could break through walls. I could do all things. Let's get it. Send them my way because I know I ain't going to do it. You going to do it for me. You see what I'm saying? That's how I talk. The high level confidence. I'm like, yo, we got this. I got this. I got this. So remember, guys, after one intention to create is followed by disruption, disruption must be followed by inspiration. Cling on to that. You got to get creative, too, guys. You got to get creative. Like, I'm I'm not telling you guys to do what I do. <laughs> I'm about to tell you what I be doing. But you got to find your own groove. Find the way God want you to flow and get you out of those ruts and stagnant states, right? So for me, I have a big imagination. I imagine myself where I want to be, whether it's talking on a stage, whether it's actually doing an Instagram post, whether it's actually doing an Instagram live, whether it's doing a mastermind, an in-person mastermind or a Zoom mastermind. A lot of the times that's what helped me. I'd be talking to my teddy bears, baby there. Sometimes I don't need my teddy bears. I just be talking to myself. <laughs> so I'll be good like that. But you got to do that because guess what? If you want to win in life, you have to win in your mind first, in your imagination first. Don't be limited by your present status. Don't let those things hold you back. I'm telling you, don't let it. I remember when I had to move back to my mom's house, it was, it was different. It was hard. You know, I think one of the hardest parts for me was watching my little sister and my mom and my little brother, like have this high level of pity for me. 
Like they were like walking on eggshells. Mind you, I was good. I was just like in the midst of whatever I'm doing, whatever I'm going through. So I I was fine, but they didn't know how to react around me because they saw where I came from. And then they saw where I was at the time. They're like, whoa, like, so they didn't know, they didn't know how to react. They didn't know how, they didn't even know what to say. And at the time I didn't really process that. You know, it wasn't until later, you know, hindsight is always twenty twenty. It wasn't until later after having more conversations with my sister and speaking with my brother and just seeing where my mom's mind was. I was like, wow, you guys really had this high level of pity for me. I was good. You know what I'm saying? Like in, in terms of that, I didn't need nobody's pity because for me, I just always knew in the grand scheme of things that everything was going to work out, that all things were, was going to work out for my good. I knew that, but it was the process of it that became difficult, that I had those low moments, that I had levels of doubt, when those bills kept coming in and and barely any money was coming in, when my expenses, my goodness, I had a one point seventy thousand dollars a month in expenses. I was just like, Raquel, what are you doing? Like, that was cool when you was generating hundreds of thousands of dollars a month, but when your income go low, but your expenses stay the same, you look crazy. And that adjustment itself was a shift. I mean, from firing people, from removing a lot of things I've enjoyed doing. Because guys, I think you can relate with me. Luxuries tasted becomes one's necessity. I didn't want to stop my lifestyle. I enjoyed flying first class. JetBlue Mint, you have your own little sweet door. I mean, I'm, whenever I was flying cross country, I enjoyed that little sweet, that individual little little cubby you had with that, with JetBlue Mint. I enjoyed the high, you know, Ritz Carlton and, 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 and all these fancy schmancy rah-rah hotels, right? Four seasons, all these things. I didn't want to stop. I was experiencing that for years of having my own driver, having my own chef, having just, just living it. We're living where I wanted to go, going wherever I wanted to go. But the problem is I had all this zeal with no knowledge. <laughs> I had all this, these things I wanted to do, but I had no proper guidance, nothing at all. So to go from that and then going to to a cot in the corner of my little brother's room, it it, it was different. So times it, it did hit me different at times. But, you know, I still felt OK because I did know that eventually I was going to get out of it. I knew that at those moments I, I couldn't allow that to define who I was. I couldn't. That's why I started making adjustments. I started cutting out expenses, started lowering my expenses down, way down to low five figures. I think I, I was able to get it down to like 10, 15K at one point. And I was like, yes, okay, this is manageable in my current situation. <laughs> and then I was even able to bring it down even lower eventually, you know, because of course I didn't have to worry about paying no 6K rent. I didn't have to worry about, you know, paying people's payrolls. Man, those taxes and payrolls was crazy. I didn't have to worry about paying all those crazy things at that point anymore. So then from there, what I did was I, I went heavy in my word because I knew that the father could get me out of it. He's the, he was my only answer. So I said, father, I'm not, I, I need to get right. Help me. I went and made that decision. See, decided to go even harder in the scriptures. I went harder, connected more to him. And by doing that, my eyes started opening. My mind started expanding. Because everybody's called to do certain things. And I know business is my calling. That's my gift. My gift is generating income. And I was like, Father, I'm going to walk in that. 
I'm going to live in that. I'm going to bask in that. You've given me this free gift that I didn't deserve, that I'm not worthy for, but you found me worthy for it. I'm going to do the best I can to walk in it. And that's what I'm doing right now. And that's what I did then to get out of that rut and not allow that, that situation I was in to dictate my limits. I took that and then fast forward to right now, still walking in that and not allowing any of the hurdles because hurdles are going to come. Remember, I think, I think there's a song by Diddy, More Money, More Problems. That's how it is. <laughs> That's how it is. And you're always going to have little things, little hiccups, little disruptions coming. But you don't allow that to hinder your growth. You don't allow that to hinder where you're trying to get to. Don't let that happen. Don't be limited by your present status. Push through that. Get past it. That intentional decision that you make will start that change in your system. We'll start that change in your psyche because it all starts in the mind. It all starts with your imagination. Remember, a lot of times we have to imagine it. We have to, we have to believe it. Faith is a real thing. Faith is a real thing. You know that phrase that says, if you believe it, you can achieve it. <laughs> all those things. Yes. The world has all these different sayings. All of these different uh, uh, affirmations, all these things, these things are real. Faith comes by hearing yourself saying these things over and over and over and over again. Again, it comes to our mind. We say it from our mouth. We hear ourselves saying it. And then it's a constant loop. Myron mentions this about like, it's like a GPS that's guiding you. Our words are like GPSs that guides us. It's a constant loop that takes place. This power in the tongue, you got to get out of that. You got to start speaking positive stuff about yourselves. No more talking down. Oh, I can't do it. Oh, I'm a little stupid. Oh, I'm that person is smarter than me. Oh, this, oh, that. Stop speaking negative about yourself. No negativity allowed. Stop letting negative things come out your mouth. Like with me, I don't curse. I was the, listen, look, <laughs> I was the worst cursing human being I knew in my life. And I knew a lot of people. I knew a lot of wild people back in the days. Now people see me, they're like, Raquel, I can't even, you curse? I can't even imagine. I'm like, yeah, I was crazy. Like everybody was a, was, if, if you was one of my homegirls, you didn't have a name. Your name was a B. <laughs> literally. That's how crazy I was. That's how wild it was. I was literally calling women that I love so much B's all day. Just negative. Just negative. When I realized that there's power in the tongue, there's power when you speak. When we speak, it's life. When I realized that, I'm like, Raquel, what are you doing? You can't, you can't talk like this. You can't allow all this negative, crazy, defiling things to come out your mouth like this. What? All I want is to attract positivity. That's it. So all I'm going to talk is positivity. If I say, oh man, oh, I can't believe I did that. Oh, that was, that was stupid of me to do that. But like, uh-uh, Raquel, stop. Hey, hey, hey. I'll be like, oh snap. I'll pick it up instantly too, but I'm giving you guys permission. Help me. 
Help me. You hear me say something crazy like that? Stop me. Be like, ooh, Raquel, no, no, no. We don't speak that. We speak love. We speak positivity. We speak that we can do all things. There's nothing we can't do. We not stupid. You smart. You beautiful. You loyal. You faithful. You this. You, you all the adjectives that's positive inside the dictionary. That's what you are. And that's the same thing for you. All of you guys listening right now, you are amazing. You are awesome. You can do this. There's nothing that you cannot achieve. Guys, I tap my chest almost every day, which I'm tapping it right now. And I'm saying I'm worth it. I'm worth it. Father, if it be your will, you want me to be a billionaire? I accept it. I accept it. I'm worth it. That's what I do. I tell myself, Raka, you are the best speaker ever. I'm worth it. There's nothing that I can't do. I can do it. Guys, you got you to gotta speak it. Speak it. Also, the world likes to say, speak it into existence. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> it all comes back to the same thing. It all makes a full circle back to the same thing, guys. You got to be positive. You got to get yourself out of those stagnant rah-rah ruts and believe it. That's the thing, too. You got to believe. You got to say it long enough until you believe it. Believe in yourselves, guys. Believe that you can do it. Because you can. I always tell people, if I can do it, by the grace of the Most High, you can do it, too. Thank you, Father. So, again, just to wrap up, please, guys, do not, do not, do not allow your present status, whatever you're going through right now, whether it's issues with your family, issues with your spouse, issues with horrible neighbors, issues with your boss at work, issues with your coworker, issues with what social media, social media could be so depressing too, especially how vain it is with everybody looking good on, on, on Instagram and making you feel depressed about yourself. Listen, <laughs> don't let any of those distractions hinder you from your growth you are worth it don't limit yourself because of what's going on right now in your life if you're in high credit debt if you're about to lose your house all those things you have to push past it you got to matter of fact a story just came to my mind thank you father it was grant cardone it was during the 2008 uh real estate crash that happened and Grant Cardone, again, the high level real estate guy. If you don't know Grant, uh, one of the books that I always love to recommend is the Millionaire Booklet. I think it's like a 45 page booklet. That thing is all ran up. That book looked like it's been through war <laughs> because I used to read that book all the time in the back of a car, back of Ubers, back of anything on the plane. I read that book constantly, constantly. Because I was like, no, this is, you know, this, this book is fire. So I recommend the Millionaire Booklet by Grant Cardone. But it was a story that he always tells with Elena, his wife. It was during a 2008 crash and he lost everything at that point. And his wife was pregnant and he went to his wife and, you know, they were depressed, stressed out, 
all of that. So Grant was like looking super pale. He was like stressed. So his wife came up to Milena and basically asked him what's going on, whatever was, was happening. And she looked at, and he looked at her and said, we gonna die. <laughs> now that he's, that's so drastic, right? We're gonna die. But he, he, he genuinely felt that way. At that moment, he genuinely felt that they were going to die because <laughs> everything was just falling apart all around him. But you know what she said? That's, that's why it's good to have a good, you brothers, it's good to get a good, strong woman to have your back, man, that backbone, that rib, right? <sighs> she was, she, she, mind you, she's pregnant. She looks at him and says, uh, do me and this baby look like death to you? <laughs> uh, no way, Jose. Uh-uh. No siree, Bob. She basically told him to go in that room, right? Go in that room and figure it out. Basically, don't let your present status limit you right now. Go in that room and figure it out. And what did Grant do? He went in that room. He was locked in there for a very long time. Elena got a little scared. (laughs) But he bust out after a while and figured it out. 10X rule, baby. I'm telling you, that situation is helping hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of entrepreneurs today. 10X, baby. I I live by that mantra. Whatever I'm doing, I got to 10X it. (laughs) 10X, baby. 10X. So again, don't be limited by your present status. All right. Thank you guys for listening. From the bottom of my heart, I am super grateful, guys. You guys are spending one of your most, if not the most important asset you have is your time with me and listening to this podcast. And I am super grateful. All right. All right. Catch you guys in the next one. Later. You've been listening to Business with Rocks with your girl, Rocks. If you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to tell a friend and also make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to our show on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Stay blessed.